Well, I'm Rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-Y-K. I make hip-hop, rap, spoken word. I actually started out doing poetry, so I, I do interlace a lot of poetry into my music. I was raised in a hard town, hard town. Far side of the west, never let your guard down. It's these streets that I march down. Just reek the police, gunshots and alarm sound. Get hood up, put your arms down. Headphones in your ears so you ain't hear them call out. He fits the description, I think he's resisting permission to engage. Wasn't even an issue, but now it's visual. Camera phones are sending that equipped to prove the government. And uh, yeah, my social media is uh, my Twitter and my Instagram are both rhetoric. Once again, R H E T O R Y K underscore three R D. And uh, you can find me on Facebook if you just type in rhetoric. YouTube, uh, you're gonna want to go to Third Visuals, and that's all one word: three R D Visuals. Um, and that's gonna have all the content from me and from the other Third Flow members, which is the collective that I'm a part of, that I rap with, and pretty much like a family. Time a day, yeah. Feeling like I got a dime a day, yeah. Shit is better than a dime a dozen. Uh, back when a nigga used to ride a huffy. Back when a nigga was attacked, cause I'm half black at a white school with a white mother. But she was working two jobs just to make sure her two sons wouldn't eat coupons to grind. Uh, Lately I've been reminiscing on the bad times like I'm in the kitchen. And the heat boiled over to my wrist, leaving blisters. They blitzing with comments to bomb To be honest, I can't really think of a specific moment. There are some moments that stand out in my mind. I guess the first one that popped in my head was uh, this time uh, my brother and I, we were probably like, I was probably like 11 and he was like 13. And uh, we were messing around in our house listening to the radio. And uh, we had recorded on a, a cassette tape, just like certain parts, certain songs from the radio. And then we would record our voices in between, like we were the radio host or whatever, you know? And um, I wish I still had that tape to go listen back to, man. But just, uh, it was it was a fun little thing that we did. And from that point, I knew I had a connection to music in some fashion, uh, but I wasn't sure. I didn't have the confidence at the time and I wasn't sure um, that I could do it myself. Uh, which I think is why, you know, we were kind of imitating the DJs just to kind of be a part of music. But I really needed to gain that confidence to break me out of my bubble to be able to make the music and share it with people. So from there, I would say another moment, my dad had bought me a, he had bought me a bass guitar and uh, he showed up out of nowhere one day. He would just kind of show up randomly um, from time to time. And so he showed up, it might have been around my birthday, uh, to give me the guitar. He showed me a few riffs on it, and I had already had an electric guitar that my mom bought me, and a keyboard as well. Um, so he, he kind of gave me some basics on that, on the keyboard, and I took that. Uh, I taught myself how to play a few basic riffs on the bass, like uh, hey, that funky music, White Boy. That was the first, <laughs> the first like bass riff that I taught myself how to play that I was comfortable with. And then just on the piano or on the keyboard, uh, I just kind of mess around and play melodies that I heard on the radio. I could pick it up pretty easily and uh, just I'd play it with my right hand at the time because I couldn't play with both hands. 
Um, and then eventually on down the line, I would watch YouTube videos and uh, teach myself how to play with both hands. And I had a few, I had like probably six, seven songs that I could play pretty well by the time I was like 16, 17. Didn't really have any music lessons, but at that point I knew I had been writing poetry for about five years at that point. And I had recently started sharing it online and I had been sharing it pretty frequently from then and people were gravitating to it. They were giving me good feedback and that started giving me a little bit more confidence. And by the time I was 18, when I got to Ball State, where I guess I turned 19 at the beginning of my freshman year, um, I performed at an open mic pretty early in the year. It was just kind of spur of the moment. I heard it was happening and I wanted to get myself on the stage to kind of just get that fried out. I had never performed anything before besides like a talent show in kindergarten or something. <laughs> so yeah, I performed a poem that I wrote about my specifically about my father, but about family in general. It's called Family Pride. I printed out the lyrics on a sheet of paper and I was up there with the paper just kind of shaking while I was reading it, but it went really well. After I got off the stage, people, they uh, told me they related to it. They told me they liked it. And that really just, it gave me the confidence that I needed to continue performing. And shortly after that, I met my third flow brothers <laughs> little backstory behind that we all were in the same dorm at Ball State and um, all of them were on the third floor of the dorm hence the name third flow um, I was the odd man out on the eighth floor uh, but we connected through music and started recording together about midway through the year freshman year and from then on it was that was probably the moment where I knew I wanted to pursue music on a full-time scale but I would say that my love for music probably started when I started writing poetry at age 11 just because I knew I could get my emotions out through my writing whether I shared it or not it was it was something that was therapeutic for me and you can hear it in my lyrics I'm very poetic even if I'm not writing a spoken word piece it's you'll hear elements of poetry and and just a lot more than you would associate with like rapping because I do like, I'm in love with hip hop. I love, you know, storytelling and all that. But um, there are elements of poetry that I feel like they bring out and they can portray emotions a little bit better than if you're just rhyming the words together. But yeah, I mean, all of, all of these moments together, they shaped my love for music and my passion for performing, for, sharing my story through my music because oftentimes you know you're going to get artists who just they make music for popularity because they know people are going to enjoy it on a popular scale it doesn't necessarily have to connect to you it's something that you can listen to in the club or whatever and that's just not the type of music that i make at all i listen to that type of music i listen to a wide variety of music but if you're listening to me as an artist you're probably you're going to want to be in a mood of wanting to learn something either about yourself or about the world. Um, because although I do write about myself a lot, I feel like it's very relatable on a broad scale to people who grew up without a father, to people who have bounced around between social classes, to people who are multiracial. 
you know there's just a lot that i put in my music um that i feel like people can learn from and that people can appreciate the same way that i appreciated the music that i listened to growing up because it spoke to me you know as a person uh, law of attraction, yeah, yeah, causing reactions, reservations, cause you follow the masses, hesitation, got you caught up in traffic, never late, cause I was taught to be active, yeah, and I don't wanna wait no more. They gon' feel the rage when I turn the page It ain't no escape from the game no more Like my brain done tore Getting high don't feel the same no more Need to listen to my angel more Living down the street from danger's door Me and Black King on the edge of destruction Distinct stay ahead of the dumb shit Like I said, my brother and I have a project I believe it's six tracks I think it's gonna turn out really well We've got some got some bangers, some songs that could definitely uh, get some radio play, but we've got some songs that are really meaningful as well. I felt like it was a good mix, and I like the production that he chose. Little backstory behind it, we he hit me up one weekend. I think it was around the time when uh, the quarantine was just starting. And um, he was basically like, yeah, we're going to be in the house. You want to just come over this weekend? We can write out you know, a few songs, get a little project together ended up turning into five songs, which turned into six songs. But yeah, we just wrote it out in one weekend. We recorded it on his little mic at his crib just to, to get some samples. It was, a, it was a pretty quick process. But yeah, that'll be, hopefully that'll be ready uh, September, probably mid-September drop. And I have started working on my next album. I guess it's more of an EP. I won't give out too many details on that, but I do have a title, a concept. Pretty much I have the outline of the project ready. And uh, I've got a couple tracks that I've started. So that process is going. I'm hoping to have that ready to record by the end of the year. So just excited to get this new music with my brother out and just continue pushing uh, Distinct's album, Black King's album. Shout out to them as well. If you haven't heard Apollo by Distinct, Villain by Black King, Elevate by Oddity, go check all those out. Perspective was my last album. It's on all streaming platforms. You know, shameless plug real quick. <laughs> it's that third flow, yeah. It's that pure coach, yeah. Want to ride and keep you coming back yeah, for more yeah, shit. Yeah. I told him, never box me in, I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. Better have my cheddar if you owe it. Yeah. No quotient, yeah. I'm focused. Yeah. Been through my ups and my downs, still remain down. Still smoking leaf after leaf for that loud. I keep it around like Gary be keeping that clown. I'll bury you deep underground. Bury the lie.